0: Welcome back live from the Who Do You Like Here studio. I'm Joey Stats. I got Sino. I've got the kid. It's the end of the week. We got a big card coming up at the fairgrounds. It's going to be a good one. Good evening, gents. How we
1: doing?
2: Uh, I really don't want to be here right now. Well, <laughs> I wouldn't want to be
1: here if I were you either. You're the only reason I don't want to be here. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm just checking in. So. <laughs> I'm
0: still a piece of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for checking in. <laughs> welcome back. Welcome back. Good to be back with you, gentlemen. We got a fun evening prepared today. Um, we're going to be joined by Tom from Tom and Tom Racing as part of the Triple Clown Series. He's going to sit down and we're going to go through a little handicap of pick five at a fantastic card loaded with steak. Lots of steak Lots. at the fairgrounds on Saturday. It's a fun one. I got my knife, got my fork. No, I brought I got a spoon. my sauce. It's so tender, I brought <laughs> a spoon. Don't have the steak. <laughs> so we're going to have a little four-headed uh, handicap action this evening. We're going to recap some of our tomfoolery from over the weekend,
2: and we're
0: going to be on our way.
1: Yeah, let's talk about last weekend.
0: Let's go right into the interview. <laughs>
1: let's
2: let's get Tom on the phone. Let's go ahead and get this thing started. Oh, I'm ready man. to handicap. You know, you I don't want to talk to the kid you right now. want to talk
0: about, uh, about last week?
2: Listen, I can take it out like anybody else. I just want to hear you say it. I can take an L like anybody else. Okay, say it. Let me finish. All right, say it. (laughs) 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 You have to understand, listeners out there, how difficult this Mm -hmm. process is right now. I will say this. If we could go back to the race... Mm Still wouldn't bet that fucking horse. Which That's horse are we you're talking a about? Which, which horse are we talking? Okay, about? so we're talking about Nike Can. There you go.
1: That that horse that really never had a chance, and I I believe went off at twenty five to one. Um yeah. was going to get demolished by Luis <laughs> Ayas's horse. I thought was the wager, oh, but. I, I can't
2: remember. I wish we had more time so I can go back on all the times I've shit on your picks. And that's coming to a you know, <laughs> yeah, Let's get next a sound week, bite. It'd be next like week, three I promise seconds. We will have a medley of all the times that the kid was wrong on Handicap, and I will make sure well, I put that together. The challenge I Not have very often. is, it's is the lot. only
0: one that sticks out because we talk a lot of shit. The only one I, I keep going back to is blown away.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was like, yeah, blow up. That's right. Blow up. Yeah. <clears throat> that was a blow up. That's two for you. That's that's two. That's two. Where are yours?
2: I'm gonna research. I will (laughs) show me your clippers. I'm gonna research, and I will. It's probably gonna be a full segment of all times. You're wrong, and I'm right.
1: I mean, that's fine. There's a lot of them. It's not. I just don't rub it in because
2: I'm a professional. (laughs) I'm a professional. (laughs) Professional.
1: (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Uh, It was a good race. It was a great race, and uh, get a price and. You know, we don't do this for each other. We do this for the fans. So I'm glad that we were able to give them a price.
2: Yeah, I'm glad you were entertained and you got a price from the kid. And, you know.
0: Emotional
1: it does. It does feel good to hear you say that. You know, just the, the subtle you're right is just amazing to hear.
2: <laughs> well, savor the flavor, kid, because gonna happen again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, we'll see. I mean, who knows? We might have another crazy price in here that won't hit yeah, the board. I can be wrong. A once in a one. One. It's okay. Just I can be wrong. Once
0: Speaking it. of not hitting the board, it's almost like we had a four or five minute segment about gear jockey.
2: Not. I, I love the fact that after we got done talking about how easy it was and I was gonna just probably be the key on the open book end on the pick four, stats hits us with, you know, I like betting against it <laughs> all the time and maybe it won't hit the board. It didn't hit the board, it paid phenomenal.
1: Well that that was I mean, that made the pick four, pick <laughs> five, all Absolutely. The, you know, all the exotics because Everybody and their mom thought Gear Jones
2: was going to win, walking away. I was telling the odds showed it right, one to five.
1: And I was telling you, yeah, one to five. And I was telling you when I watched the interview that they had prior to the race with the owner, they were just talking about the position that they were in the spot, and he wasn't very confident in that spot. You know, he was saying like, "This is a you know, this is one spot that we thought." Uh, the source could run in. Because what did you um, say? The
0: distance isn't really, Yeah Didn't uh, like the distance. Kind of wishy.
1: Wishy washy. Yeah. Wishy washy on the distance. I was
2: refund, like, oh. refund. Cancel ticket, yeah, cancel ticket. <laughs> can,
1: yeah. can I get my
2: bike <laughs> That's exactly it. That's exactly <laughs> he it. He
1: said a million words in like three sentences. I was like, yeah, this guy mm. is not hitting the
2: ball mm. So let's go back. I started with Gear Jockey. We all agreed on Gear Jockey. And then you went through, kid, and you mm-hmm. pulled out the w- actual winner if you're yep. trying to beat it. Right. Right. I like Richie coming the off the pace. Ambassador of Speed. Yeah, Ambassador of Speed out there. I like Richie actually. Coming off the pace was at a big price, yep. And stats picked for third, so you take out the one that we all liked, yeah, which at the time, <laughs> and then you follow like everything else we talked about, and you got the try. That's yeah, pretty it awesome, of course.
1: Looked like the single all day, but as soon as you start hearing those words creep up, like, yeah, this seems like an okay spot, it's really not exactly a good spot. so devastating, yeah, it's pretty amazing.
0: Kind of like when I talk about my live long shot, every week. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. It was- it's a horse. <laughs> he's out there. I mean, he's he's going to run, I think.
2: He, he's he's saddled up. He's ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he'll win. But we had some fire going out last week. Yeah. Hey, uh props to Chestnut Checkers. Oh, actually, chestnut actually finding win the race. Yeah. I really f- bring it one home.
0: The the two noobs that we liked that we dog-eared to win came in second, second and, third. and third. He yeah. responded really well to the whip down the stretch, mm-hmm. which he just hasn't done.
2: Yeah. Before. But mm-hmm. like I said, like I said in the podcast that was the that was a race I think if he's ever going to break his main, it's going to be against these you know, yeah, and the first best. time starters that you guys both picked second and third, so yeah. right there as well. Uh, followed up next right to a conglomerate uh, that was with Tyler Gaffleyon. That was a nice price too. Mm-hmm. That was actually a decent price. Uh, but like I said earlier off the podcast, Mayor Remo, no speed on the outside, nothing force on the pace. Kind of changed the process a little bit of what I what I saw the pace yeah. kind of going out. And then the Miss J McKay, Miss J McKay, the other bookend, yeah. yeah. Didn't, uh, did not, did not okay. finish. It was, uh, it was stats. Miss rmet actually Aramette. coming through. So that, that brutal trip that was spoke a lot of volumes from oh, that yeah. last time out. Yeah. you get
0: pinched off. I mean, I, I, if it gets, a, if it gets a good, not even a perfect trip, if it gets a decent trip in that race prior, he, it would have won. So
2: mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the horse that never should have been in the race, Nicky, can't. Nicky, can't <laughs> Nicky Can. Nicky Can. Nicky Can.
1: That weird, crazy long second. shot that shouldn't hit the board ever. <laughs> Emotional <at 25>. <laughs> <laughs> How
2: many times are you going to say that, David?
1: Yeah. Uh, so listen, you got a good good price. Listen, good listen I'll tell
2: you. I'll tell you. Guardian Moon. Say what you want. I know it didn't run the... It, I still ran a phenomenal race. It was still was in contention. Didn't really lose any ground. Ran a pretty solid race Just for Saya's for third time's out. Didn't hit the board fourth, but I mean... Yeah. I still was happy with at least what I got out of it. It uh, wasn't uh distance early and out of it. I still felt I had a chance coming down, but
1: well, let's be honest. You really weren't happy how that was. And we're thing. moving on. Where's Tom? Let's <laughs> get time on here. Uh, be awesome. Tom saving. <laughs> oh yeah. it was a good day of uh, handicapping. I'd say for overall, I mean, uh, we aside definitely, from the one race, <laughs> no no not that Uh, that race I know I'm already in your head but that's how I was talking about yeah you're uh, all up in my head
2: (laughs) you're gonna be on my fist in about five minutes
1: (laughs) god I hate when you win dude you're such a sore winner I never used to be I never used to be like you are like you've always been like I never used to be like only certain people that just really deserve it and then you just fall in that category I mean I provided you life what what do you want from me (laughs) I gave you food I gave you roof (laughs) I gave you shelter and now I give you shit
0: I, I I taught you how to read forms you little punk. You little Stones. 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 You little punk. I got Ooh. child support. Alimony. Man, you know it's a good night when we get round, rounders on the first end. Man. Rounders <laughs> hitting on? Oh,
2: yeah. It's got to be a good night. Oh, uh, yeah. Right, let's get, let's let's get, get this it. party going. Let's
0: get into it. Let's get them. Let's move. All right,
2: let's bring them on. All right.
0: The wait is over. We are now joined by Tom from Tom and Tom Racing, part of the Triple Clowns Series. Tom, how you doing tonight, buddy?
2: I am
3: looking forward to talking to you guys. We were lucky to have C Note on on our show. I'm gonna have to get uh, the other two fellows, the the kid, and also stats on off the rail. But I've uh, been looking forward to this ever since C Note Nine hooked up. So thank you for having me on, guys.
2: I appreciate You're it. Welcome. It was fun coming on the uh, off the rails. It was a that was a great time. Really enjoyed it.
3: We only go off the rail a little bit. I think I think we, <laughs> we managed to sneak in. Sneak in horse racing. We talked about everything with the, the son and, and managed to sneak in a
2: couple of picks. I was going to say you want to bring stats on next, and maybe not bring on the kid. He's real cocky right now. So
3: hey, I well mean, he, had a, he had a hell of a day. Yeah, he, you're he, hot, you're he's, hot, right? he's reason to be cocky.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's just you know one of those times you got to gloat a little bit when you have a win like that. You have to rub it in Goat just all, the time. Time. Thought, all I, the
0: time. I thought you were going to go Costanza. It's just so inborn. <laughs> I mean, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. we, uh, we all enjoyed the YouTube live. I mean, some of the viewers probably didn't
2: like what they saw. Sorry, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's why we do audio. <laughs> we, strictly, we don't do Strictly
1: because of you. Like, numbers yeah. may have went down, actually.
2: Yeah. If they could just put a post-it note over where I was screenshotted on, um, I think they'd be... They okay. should have just told you to do audio only. Well, you got honey yeah. in your voice. I mean, that's what... Yeah, but I'm Frankenstein Live, <laughs> you know. No. <laughs> no. no it was Look no away, I'm hideous.
0: <laughs> Tom, welcome, welcome to Madness and the Chaos. Um, we're going to do a pick five at Fairgrounds. we got a great card. Bunch of steak on the card. Bunch of steak on the table. Lots today. of steaks.
2: Today. I love it. <laughs> lots of steaks for Saturday. And lots of
0: friends of the program. <laughs> I had to slide that in.
3: We're, I'm, uh, we're doing, I'm sorry, Fairgrounds for Saturday? You, uh, Sina, you, you told me we were doing Laurel for Friday.
2: Oh, sorry. Well, pull pull up the form and uh I'm just kidding, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Go off the cuff. <laughs> St- your picks will still be better than mine. I need, I, see I, need a, I, I need an excuse to win my picks. <laughs> Thank you. As I'm about to look at my tech.
0: Oh, no, I'm looking at Friday's who card. Said, Sorry, guys. Who said Laurel? I thought we are doing Tri-State Dogs yeah. tonight. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, We should actually throw, boxes we all should throw the curveball Super boxes. All I'll
1: throw all my winnings on dogs right, let's, tonight. Let's bring up
2: the Gulfstream card. Wait, Gulfstream. <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> let's get right into it. Uh, we're going to start from the ninth race. It's a mile and the 16th. It's on the turf, scheduled at least. Uh, Albert M. Stahl Memorial Stakes. It's a purse of one hundred thousand dollars for Phillies and mares, four year old and up. Tom, you get the honors to start off every race. So uh, where are we looking at for the winner in race nine?
3: Every single race. I, all right, I'm, I'm your <laughs> Ricky Henderson today. I love it. <laughs> lead off. Uh, race nine. this is uh, this is this is a tough one, and these are the races that i I love long races on the turf they're they're my favorite and uh, as you'll see a consistent theme from some of my selections is that uh i like stalkers i, I like closers this this was a—I i went back you ever uh handicapped backwards that's I, i've been i've been I haven't been doing as good as a kid lately, so I, I handicapped this whole card backwards and in trying to trying to figure out uh, trying to get my feet back on ground. So with that said, you asked me for one horse that I like, one horse that I think is going to win. I'm gonna start where everything starts and that's with the one past the plate. I like the, I like that horse. I like the last the last race that she won was at this distance. Uh, she was bummed. So what, she, what I what I really liked is that she was bummed up front. And came across and had a hell of a ride, a uh, beat lovely ride by, by a head, uh, but shown that it can definitely run in stakes company. And beat, beat a few good horses there. She, she's been running at Keeneland, at Churchill Bounds. Uh, there's, a lot, there's a lot of good horses in here. And, and I know we might be uh, trying to put a Frankenstein ticket together or something a little later on. But I do really like this. I do really like this one past the, past the plate.
1: That's a, it's a good pick. I like it.
2: I do like the one. However, the one thing obviously we talked to uh, Animus Schizza last week. Uh, Rails, Rails at zero. So definitely changing that, my focus. That that is
3: exactly that. You're you're 100 right. Yep, yeah, it was like at Oklahoma last week.
2: Right. Yep. So, with the rail at zero, it kind of changes the perplexity of what we had talked about with the inside information and how things are going right now currently at the meet at fairgrounds. So, I am actually getting away from uh, from the closer aspect. I'm actually going to try to focus more on maybe a more of a forwardly placed horse. So, I'm going to go with and take – I see two horses going to the speed in this race, and I'm looking for a a fade from possibly both of them. But I'm going to go with Dawn's Dancer with Jose Ortiz, the number seven. Uh, this is for Chris Davis. Chris Davis has been on the podcast. and. CD. uh <laughs> See. And uh, here's here's what I really like about the horse. I can take off the last race uh on January 20th at a mile and 70 on the all weather. The last two races prior to that were a mile on the turf, and both mm-hmm. of those races won a grade three in one a condition uh 86, 000 If you look at the the grade three, just totally outclassed, never was really in it. 4101 shot, uh kind of just got out there and didn't do really anything, didn't really move much of anything. Mm-hmm. But if you go back to a race that's more conditioned. This horse is way better in the routes. It's ran sprints. I take out the sprint races. I'm looking strictly on route races. looks to be in a stocking position. If it can get back to the October 24th form, stay about four or five lengths within, which is what Jose Ortiz likes to do, and then fire at the top of the stretch. I see a possibility of him actually making the move and going ahead and winning this race. So I'm going to go outside of this uh, standard position. The blinkers come off. The LASIK stays on. I'm going to go with Dawn Dancer. Should get a price on this one too. I
1: think you'll get a decent price, but yeah. okay. eight to I one right, right now.
2: Eight to one. You'll
1: get the Jose yeah. effect. I think a little bit. Yeah, Thanks it's going to bring it, kill, it down a little bit, own. right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, that's yeah. that's a yeah. very good pick. Those are both good picks. I do like the one. I do like Jose on the seven here. Um, one thing that I was looking at too. Uh, I follow handicapper Ryan on Twitter. Yeah. And he uh, shout out Ryan. He does these uh, statistics, basically, for the fairgrounds meet so, All the time. All the time. So I was taking a look at it and I uh, just want to go over it. So basically, turf right now, um, winning post positions, one through three is about 32%, where mm-hmm. you getting your winners from. Four through six is about 38%. And then- uh 7 and above is at 30%. So, and turf races it really doesn't matter really. It's yeah. Pretty, yeah, pretty pretty even kill, yep. but it right?
2: gives you the bias too, right? It does
1: give you the bias. So then when running style, we're looking at running style, we have to take a look at is it going to be a wire, you know, gate to wire, stalker or closer? And when you see turf route, it's a closer all day. It's 50% closer, yep. Yep. um 30% stalker and 25% wire. I, I that's kind of an angle I was trying to look for. I really was between two horses because I like um Uh, Colby Hernandez Mm -hmm. leading meat jockey right now, but I really more so landed on the three abscond um, with Adam Biskitsa, Eddie Keneally. This horse has ridden in pretty much the same class. It's not taking a step up or down. It's pretty much the same class. It's been in this field before. Um, Last time out, just, you know, didn't fire, but I think that Adam's going to put this horse exactly where it's been landed every single race. And I think that this horse may have enough down the stretch to close, but that's kind of my shot. I really do like the one and the seven though as my two tops.
2: Yeah. I'm just going to throw a little nugget out there. All those stats, the statistics, there's been very few days where Fairgrounds has had the the rail at zero. Right, And the farther out it goes, then you have more of an advantage for a closing opportunity. With that zero, I'm looking at a lot of these turf races to be forwardly placed early within a stalking trip versus the closing angle. That's just my angle going in. Right,
1: I think you're going to see speed, but I think it's going to break down. I think
2: it's going to hold. So You think it's going to hold. So me and you are once again opposites. Perfect. mm, Deja vu. Yeah, look at that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) One of
3: those days where we have a lot of races, want to see how the track is going to play the first five. For the for the first five or six races before we get into exactly. this, uh, this yeah. juicy the juicy stakes races because it could be could be reversed I think they had a little bit of weather today or this afternoon or something if
1: I'm not mistaken
2: yeah um, but it yep. looks like it's going to be some moisture down there as well Saturday God willing they stay on the turf and there is no changes I, I don't here I think I think, you'll the, see I think take we'll take be okay it,
1: they won't take it off on the stage yeah. like this
0: I don't think
2: stats where are we have. No.
0: Well, I mean, Jesse just spat all the stats. So. <laughs> well well done. I'll let, you, I'll let well, you do Well played. I'll let you get
1: the dirt stats next. No, you're fine. We're, right. good.
0: We, we're good. We're um, good. I, I have the one and three on top um, with it. I like the closing angle on it. This is one of these where I'm not blown away by the one and three. I like them coming off the pace. I will sneak, sneak in if I'm going to pick three horses in here. I may sneak in the six. I think the six can go to the front. Mm-hmm. and I think it can save some yeah. ground. I didn't get to the front get out and I think it hold so this is one of those where I might go one three six in the first leg of this pick five just to cover both the the Front speed and the closing speed. I
2: like it. Yeah, that six is definitely the speed the eight's the other end of the speed here with Brian Hernandez, so the brothers both can go to the front Yeah, I'd see them both poorly placed two back uh, for Amici You know that mile on the 16th at the fairgrounds one forty three and two is where he finished in that race uh, for the forty one thousand condition and then if you go look over at Adelaide miss it's 144 flat third, so it's a 144 and three actually gives you three lengths behind. So, I mean, similar similar times and fractions here. I, I these are the two I think are going to battle up front
1: Amici and mm-hmm.
2: Amici uh, and, and like, Miss. Yep. And I, that's what I'm looking for. So, if, if speed is holding up early on the turf, uh, these are going to go in my horizontals, obviously, because I see them as the only two front speeds that can go. And then if it's not, if there is a condition where closers or stalkers are having the opportunity, that's where I saw Don's Dancer being closer to the front. Uh, to the pace, to be able to make the move late, but
0: I I agree that I think that the seven's going to try to stalk a little bit. I'm just not nuts about them going on to a mile and the sixteenth.
2: But that's
3: uh, that was my concern with the seven as well. But I do I the six was my other horse that I had circled. That is a with some of the best turf speed, and also um, Brittany Russell is 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 one of those trainers that's kind of off the radar. She she's trains a lot here in the mid-atlantic i've seen her at laurel uh seen a lot of her horses at laurel in delaware here and she actually has two horses in this race uh the four and the six but uh, everything that, that you had mentioned about the six uh, is is spot on and if the six that's one of those horses if it can get out front um watch out Does if it doesn't get off to a good start um i'm not sure if uh she can get she can get back up there, but yeah, good. Uh, I'm glad somebody else was was on that six as well.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brady Russell twenty twenty eight percent of non graded stakes. So, and we're not talking just a handful; it's over seventy two starts. So, I'd watch the speed.
3: She uh, she is. I've said it before. I'll say it again. She's going to be the first female trainer to win a
2: Kentucky Derby. Mm, you heard that here first.
1: <laughs> witness, uh, Witness, write that, right that down. <laughs> write that down <laughs> yeah I think I think the six if it get like you guys are saying if it gets out it gets an even you know Easy trip up front. I think, yeah, this is going to be the horse to beat. Uh, It gets shuffled back early, though. It doesn't break as well. I think it's going to be in a lot of trouble. And like I said, I mean, exactly. Statistically, just going off like the stats I read out, and just from what I've been watching at fairgrounds, I just didn't see speed holding. Mm -hmm. But anything is anything happens on stakes days. You know, anything. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? It's all out the door after you get these jockeys there. Right.
0: If if the if the eight doesn't go with him and he gets a clean shot out by himself, right. Game over. He he might he might just go. Yeah. Yeah. But
3: right, and that that's exactly right.
0: But yeah. I, I just can't get away from the one or the three.
2: Yeah,
3: it's
2: tough. <laughs> one more thing on you Sorry. before I get past here. Yeah. You know, if you look at that horse, you're ever looking, what, what does Lasix do for a horse? Ever since they gave this horse Lasix, he's been lights out yep. near the front. Prior to that, mm-hmm. obviously, this is a good example of a horse for Sherry DeVoe that you give him the medicine and obviously stops the bleeding, is able to run way, way better. So Lasix made all the difference for this horse. The
1: only thing with Amici is I just wish I would see a little bit more class out of the horse. I agree. That's the only thing that throws me off, because Brian Hernandez, great jockey, can definitely do the work, but I just, the horse itself, I just wish I would have saw maybe... A grade three in there, or and, and you know, I get $100, that, $100, but we're talking about a
2: hundred thousand dollars stakes race. and ran a seventy five thousand dollars stakes race finished last time out. Though,
1: couldn't win that one.
2: Fin- finished second, but did have the lead coming down the stretch and lost to to you know a decent horse. I'm not saying he was it's like, like upset by a long shot, but two t- two trips over the fairgrounds first. Yeah, I mean,
1: like I said, it's just for me. You know, I would like to see a little bit more on the. I, I like I like your seven a lot. I like the seven better than I like the eight. Um, I think that the that eight horse is probably one that can mess up the whole race so for it totally, it six, totally definitely could gonna be that, es- yeah.
0: especially Spires day of right cuz you're going to go through oh, sure. and you're going to look at jockey and trainer and you're going to see that they're what <laughs> three four dollars three, $4 ROI just see two all that in the last 2 weeks yeah. I mean, like they're going crazy so then that's you know that's yeah. where that's where our $48 ticket turns into $144 <laughs> ticket.
1: you spread of, yeah. uh, you spread race 1 and like, it turns ooh, out to be the favorite that
2: wins up yeah $6 ROI <laughs> on, on turf okay let's go <laughs> All right, we move on to the 10th. Tenth. 10th uh, tenth is a mile and a 16th. It's the Mineshaft Stakes. It's grade three. It's a of $250,000 for four-year-olds and upwards. Tommy, you're starting us off again.
3: Sounds great. And there's a lot of... This is, uh, this is almost like a, a race that I look at some of these horses. Oh, I remember... When Oviza ran here, I remembered midcourt here. It's it, it's a <laughs> it's a feel good race. I, I I like a lot of these horses, just not necessarily because I think they're going to win, just for for almost the the nostalgia factor. And they've had a couple of uh, good races under their belts. But with with that said, uh, this this one was a this race I think was the toughest for me personally to to pick one single horse. But I do I had a hard time not not liking Zero Eight in on the five, and I know. Uh, some folks out there think, "Oh, Chad's not a good dirt trainer." Nonsense. <laughs> um, that's that's what I say to that. I think that it is. I think with you when you put whenever you put Jose and Chad together, like we, I think uh, one of the one of the, you guys had had them last race. That that combo is always always good. And then we are we're going in the, we're going to mile and 16th, and Miles has proven that. Hey, he's a good closer. His daddy was a pretty good closer too, with Kerwin. Um, I'm a big uh, big pedigree guy and in trying to figure out how their how their kids run and in in miles D run similar to to Kerlin in that aspect. He is doing into form at the perfect time, only six starts, uh, but I think the last two starts were were perfect, and Chad knows what he's doing here because. He's not he's not trying to put him on turf, put him on dirt, put him on turf, put him on dirt. He's just this is this is a dirt horse. And he's he's so far so good. So I, I do like the uh I do like the five. Almost checks off all the boxes for me.
0: Yeah, I I'm gonna have a hard time getting away from that the five as well, especially when you when you go back three races and you see the company that he ran with at the Travers mm-hmm. and have his own. Yeah. He didn't win. He lost by five and a half lengths still. But he went with essential quality of midnight bourbon.
1: Yeah, yep, that's what I saw too. Yep
0: right yep. and then yeah then, yeah. then yeah. they got then they got him out of the grade 1 right cuz I mean, at 103 speed rating with those two horses in front of them
2: is yep. it's pretty good it's pretty impressive i i have a key in this race that i have a key i have a key in the horizontal God, this, in this is race. this is almost <laughs> an all <laughs> oh my for him this is this is what i'm so excited about <laughs> because it's not even a, it's not even a favorite it's a price horse 6 to 1 I'm going to go with Obezos. No, you are not. I'm going with Obezos. Oh,
0: okay. Oh, okay. That was a nostalgia
2: horse for yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let me lay down this track for you guys. I want I'm you listening. guys to, yeah. I'm listening. I want you to pick up what I'm laying down here. Listen, this horse consistently makes a big middle move every single race. Okay. Now we can go back all the way back to February 13th, the Risen Star, the Louisiana yeah. Derby, and the Kentucky Derby. We can go back to those three specific, fourth by seven length, three by two, and five, fifth by five, those three races uh, accordingly. The big thing for me is if you look at every time this horse has won, every time he's won three times, eight times out, three wins. Every time he's won, it's been at the fairgrounds. It's been with Brian Hernandez.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, What's the third key? I got the third key here somewhere because I had it circled. Uh, (laughs) And he's back from the eight-month layoff. That was the big thing. Came back from the eight-month layoff. That's always a concern. We talked about that, Tom, on your podcast. Uh, Eight months away on the layoff. He wins on January 2nd at the fairgrounds. Just a kind of welcome back. Very comfortable win. one by a nose. Didn't really press. Odds on favorite, obviously. And then comes back with two workouts. This was the big tell for me. We got everything we need in line for this win. Got the Lasix on. Big key. That was the other one. The Lasix was key. So Lasix, Brian Hernandez, fairgrounds. And then you got a nice workout on January 28th at five furlongs. That was amazing at one minute and three. Three out of 40. And then just a nice easy one. On the 9th of February, five rollings at 102, just breezing. So when I look at this, they took the time off. They got this horse right back in condition where it needed to be. You've got all the systematics that you need for this horse to win. And now you go ahead, get a nice workout, a nice, easy workout, and now going to come there and really lay down the law. This is my key. This is my horizontal lock. I like the buyer ratings, 95, 95, 93 over the last three races. I'm all in on Obeso's.
1: Mm. That is interesting. I think it's a. I think it's a good pick. You know, just based off of track record. Even though the results don't show yeah. it, it's still a great horse. I mean, finished fifth in the Kentucky Derby, biggest race of the year. the The Creme de la Creme finishes fifth in a race that was kind of a merry go round, but it's still high class. Top pedigree,
2: beaten by Mandaloon, Hot Rod Charlie, and Medina Spirit. So take exactly. those three out.
1: <laughs> Let's just talk. About, I mean, just top about class. that. Yeah, just talking about that race alone, right there, just sells a pick, you know. And not to mention Brian Hernandez at Fairgrounds with this horse that loves Fairgrounds. It's it's kind of a it's a very sneaky good single if you're yeah if Brian you're trying to get Brian
2: Lasics and Fairgrounds. Those are yeah. the three.
1: So I like it. I sure. like the pick a lot. I think, um, which is actually very surprising that I'm co-signing any of your picks. And now I don't like it. Find a new pick. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I like miles D. I think the last two races said a lot, you know, this horse is in prime position to, to make another big splash. And like you said, Chad Brown is Chad Brown. You know, it's, it's, what are we talking about here? He's a great trainer no matter what the surface. Sure, he does really well on turf, but um, this horse is is really in a good spot. So I like Miles D. I also really wanted to go to the horse to the inside um, of Miles D, but I landed more so on the nine Happy American. Mm-hmm. Um, I really yeah. like the form that I'm seeing out of this this horse. Uh, last time out, finished second by a nose with James Graham aboard. The horse is out of run happy, so I'll be teaming up with uh, Mattress Mac here. Uh, hopefully, got some good jujus going into the race. But, uh, you know, the last two times before that, one by two lengths, two and two thirds, almost three lengths, and then a length and a half with James Graham aboard. So he just clearly knows how to ride this horse. Really love the position that it's in. I would like to see, you know, a little bit more class on the form, but that last race, $100,000 race and losing by a nose says that. He can fit in with this guy. I think. I think it, it was
2: well so, primed for him in the tenacious the 117 race rating with a uh, with a, with a condition rating of yeah. 120. That was so great.
1: I, I'm all over this horse. I think this this is going to be my little. Um, I have a question mark next to it, but I I kind of sold myself on it looking at the form a little bit. So more, do I? So.
2: <laughs> but <laughs> so, I like it. It's a deep closer. Yeah. Wow, okay. so
1: that's kind of where I'm at. I just I think that this horse is in a really good spot, and I think James Graham has been riding really well, and I think that you know just the connections and everything i think this is gonna be a good uh, a good pick for me I like the form
0: yeah form looks good mm-hmm. i've got them i've got them marked like this is one Knocking. of those where i'm going opposite of of keying uh, this is gonna be my most expensive leg save
2: Pro- the money probably
1: um,
0: <laughs> i have a hard time getting away from the four olympiad coming off two races ago at the cigar mile held its own in a grade one came back down to earth a little bit yep. and steamrolled didn't wire, but seven lengths, absolutely steamrolled. <laughs> so I like that. I like that it's more of a Ford, a forward speed on this on this track on this kind of setting. We got thirty nine races at this um, track bias, thirty eight percent on early speed, another twenty eight percent EP combo. So sixty six percent of the races, this race is being won by early stalking mm-hmm. or early speed. So uh, I'll go with the four Olympiad uh, based on that. The one that's sneaky in here. For me, that uh, coming off the pace, going behind the behind the back. the three with Relu.
1: <laughs> oh yeah.
2: Title ready.
0: Deep closer, um, speed ratings have been okay, some fantastic bullet workouts, and then you're going to get to put aggressive Raylu on top of him. This is, if I'm going to be a vertical bet in this, he's going to be all over my verticals. In
2: this yeah, three. One time over fairgrounds, one win. I can't go a title ready. That's one that just everything else goes against it. I love Raylu. I love the horse. I just don't see it being in the race. I loved, I think the angle with you on the four is way interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, for one other thing, you obviously got the prime power of 143.1, so it's tops in this race. Yep. And those last two workouts man. I love those two bullets. You know, I'm a workout guy. It really says to me what the horse is doing in the mornings. Hopefully, it shows up on the track during the day. And, and it did last race for, for Alvarado or for Alvarado and, uh, and Belmont. But those last two workouts, 49 flat and, and 101 breezing easy. That last one maybe just took a little click off. You know what I mean? I like the one before that, the January 20th. Yeah, speaks more Four for and 49. Yeah, yeah okay. that's the one I'm yeah. looking at. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: And Bill, I mean, Talk about the sales for Bill Munt. Um Right, right there. He's uh, with with Olympia. He's
2: uh, so producing winners after all these yeah. years. Yeah,
0: this so one, this one's going to be fun. It. This feels like a side bet kind of race.
2: This one does feel like a side <laughs> bet. Like I, there's a lot yeah. of good contenders in this race. I really just like Obesos.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's why I was saying it was. It was for for me personally for these five races. This was this was the toughest one. I thought.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think this one. I think it's the next one too that I just struggled really. You'll know. Yeah. I'll be, I'll yeah, be ripping up my ticket. It.
3: You no know, does, does nobody
1: like the ten? <laughs> no, no, no.
2: <laughs> no uh, the nobody 10. likes the ten. What I did have on the ten is it's uh, it seems like a larger move up and, and a larger out. I don't. I never like moving up in class and going out in distance. I like the two wins last times out with with those ARTs, And now you are getting Sayas who I think is probably going to be more aggressive on the front end with them. And I do like the percentages for the the time away. Uh, for Todd Pletcher, obviously twenty three percent and twenty five percent when shipping in. I just don't think the horse uh, has enough there to show me in a graded race that it's it's
1: really going to be. I think if he hustles to the front, maybe gets aggressive, maybe, but I don't.
0: Maybe know. what's crazy to me is the morning line on this. It's yeah, nine. Yeah, it's nine to two. Why? Right How? I have no idea
2: uh, because it's Pletcher and it's. Uh, is yes.
3: that just a, is that a Pletcher? Uh, Pl- and not, a, a nod to Pletcher? Because I I had the same question. When I when I looked at that horse and I saw it, when I saw the morning line, yeah, ninety two is crazy. I
1: don't even see that he's beaten anybody. That's like, yeah, uh, that, uh, you know. I mean, I mean, they, they splashed
0: him around in the uh, in the bluegrass and thirty three
2: lengths away from essential
0: quality. He still,
1: hasn't,
2: <laughs> he still hasn't finished. <laughs> he just yeah, it crossed well. out. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. I, I thought that was interesting because I handicapped this yesterday before the odds came out. I, I, my jaw was on the floor when I'm like, nine, nine two? to two. Yeah. What am I missing here? I mean, what's going on? I hope he goes off the favorite. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there. no, you're not the only one. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. if the nine gets scratched. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. What you wish
3: for.
2: <laughs> yeah, nothing even in the works here that's really, it's got to be the Pledge Saias combo.
1: It's, it's got to be Pledge Saias. I mean, even that last three, I mean, coming off of, two, I guess, three for four, if we're trying to make a case, three for four, but nothing that's telling me that this is a classy yeah. horse. I'll just still class. if you look at the race entirely. You know, I mean, entirely.
0: We well, broke his maiden at 36.
1: Watch him wire. Yeah. yeah. Watch him wire. Yeah. That's yeah. It's exactly. sure. that's, that's that's the way right. it goes on this
2: podcast <laughs> half the time. Uh, right. Let's move on to the 11th race. 11th race is a mile and an eighth. Uh, it's the fairground stakes, grade three, purse of $150,000 for four year olds and upwards. It's Tommy time.
3: All righty. Uh, I am. I remember this. I'm not sure if this horse was named after the football player or not, but was a fan <laughs> of the football player. I'm a fan of the horse. Uh had a hard time just not zeroing in on the 10 margin. He is a six-year-old, six-year-old gelding. He's been around the block a time or two. And every time this, this horse is out there, he, he's a he's, he's like a fighter. He's a, he's a boxer. He's not going down with Without a fight, we we're just talking about Todd. I have Louie and Todd here, and we we all saw what what this horse did here on Pegasus Day, uh, where it just lost by a hair to one of the best horses around, and it was Colonel Lamb. Uh, he threw up everything he had, and uh, just just got just got nipped. The horses run with the best class, some of the best class in this in this race, and hoping he can get hoping he can get in his. In the winter circle, of course, you know we have another indomisive gelding here that that can that can do it.
1: Yeah, that, yeah, that's the bloodline. That is the bloodline. Then Gunrunner, if you see those two, I'm all over yeah. it. Yeah, the
2: Gunrunner oh, yeah. With latest
0: crop. Is, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about out. Gunrunner in, in two. Yeah, it's coming
1: up. <laughs>
2: yeah. uh, interesting pick, Tom. Uh, I think there's a, a wide open selection here. I this was a race that I went, and I'm strictly looking at pace because once again we're. I'm having to look how the race yeah. is going to go out, right? And we're talking about turf, and I'm trying to look forwardly place due to the zero rail. So as I'm looking around, who's going to go to the front, who's going to go to the front? Two Emmys is the only one I see going to the front. Now, I made a huge call at the Mr. D at Arlington Park uh, earlier in the year in August. Slower than possibly could be imagined to be able to hold off uh, those domestic spending, where everybody was just figuring domestic spending was going to win. And I was very alone in this podcast calling two Emmys to win that race. And I'm going to go out and call it one more time with James Graham aboard once again on a horse that's shortening up, which I do like. We are going to mile 16, but we're not going the, the the mile and a half or the mile and a quarter as he was going. So I like the shortening up opportunity. I love the fact that James Graham is back on him. I think the horse is really, really dangerous. I think it's the only true speed that's out there and may be able to set once again some early fractions like he did in the Mr. D. So I'm going to go off the beaten path, take the forwardly place, only speed I see, and take the six-year-old gelding of English Channel. I'm going to take two Emmys on top. Now, there's one other one I like, which I think is a consensus pick with the podcast here, but I'm going to take two Emmys to, to possibly wire it and maybe just get away from the field.
1: <clears throat> that's interesting. Um,
2: you said that in the Mr. D as well. Oh, That's interesting. <laughs> uh,
1: I, I have one horse that I looked at. Well, I mean, I looked at all of them, but there's one horse that I gave a really solid look at. There's one horse that I handicapped. Um, We'll probably talk about it again in a different segment, but I have it written on my form. If I'm going to get a price or try to keep my ticket way down low, it's going to be the three Santine. Just go watch. Just go watch the Hollywood Derby. Just go watch that race. It was great. It it was just an absolute. That's what I was talking about. Yeah, that's. That's a horse that I think should be three for three. Uh, maybe just moved a, a half a second too late on uh, that race by Umberto Rispoli. But just go watch that race and tell me that that horse doesn't, you know, make you feel a certain way about how he closes because that was just an impressive ride in a Grade One. So it's taken a way step down in class um, in a pretty large field, just like this. So I, that's a horse that I'm, I'm really stuck on Godolphin Farms. Tyler's gonna give it a great ride, and Brendan Walsh from Tyler, they when they team up, they're they're pretty lights out. So. Yeah. Um, that's like I said, I have it written on my form as my single if I want to keep my ticket low.
3: Oh, that was my second horse actually. Yeah. Um was that three.
2: One thing specific in that race, fourteen horses in that race.
1: Mm.
2: Fourteen horses at a race at Del Mar came from the 14th came from the fourteenth spot. spot. Yeah.
1: yeah, exactly. Okay. So <laughs>
2: so if we just if we move that horse in to position nine, yeah. eleven and he runs that race, he wins. Because he, I mean, he,
1: he broke eighth and just sat there, and, he, you know. It's
0: even like, if it's a mile and three ace, it wins.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, right. One hundred percent. You give you give that extra distance. It's gonna it's, gonna it's gonna run away. It's gonna pull. It's probably pulling away. It's probably you know just yeah, gearing down. It's, you know. It, it's, so that's my pick. I know we're gonna talk about it again later, but uh, that's that's what I have on my. Uh, my phone uh,
2: right. I'm with Tom. That was my strong pick. I was trying to look outside of how the race was gonna go.
1: What are the odds right now? Uh, 12 to 1 right yeah,
0: now. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised. 12 to 1, yeah. 12 to 1, and it's amazing. I don't, I don't know who's right in the morning lines between these two races, because
1: <laughs> they got Sayas <Saez> and <laughs> Tyler wrong on these races. Uh,
0: they, they must, right? <laughs> um, So on top for me, I have 3, 10, 11. So nice job, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> good.
3: Could, I want to go last next time. I can, do, I can just do that. I can do that. <laughs> good job, Jens.
0: <laughs> no, it's uh, I, everything we're talking about, I like. The only thing that I may disagree with you on, Joe, mm-hmm. because I actually see two Emmys not trying to wire. I see him stalking. Mm. I see the 7 trying to go.
1: Know.
2: Yeah, the 7 probably will go.
1: Uh, I think the 7 yeah, in its best all- race is going to go to the front, yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I, would, yeah, I would not be surprised yeah. if the 7 does go. I'm just saying from the outside position, I think he's going to...
1: Well, he's not going to get want to get shuffled back, right? He's yeah, go he's got to get, he's out. He's gotta, gotta get out. He's got to get
2: out and got to get over. If he's going to get out and hustle to get near the lead, he's going to go to the lead. So that's where I'm thinking Jimmy's going to take him.
0: If I wanted to stretch outside...
1: That, that's what Joel's going to do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. going to be those two in the front. It's just who's going to get that top position. I don't know.
0: I agree. I, I think if I was going to go outside just to uh, have something different than the three ten eleven on top, then I'll take the 7 Halo again. He's got the inside trip on the 11. I think he's the front speed. I think he can get out and go to the rail, but... That's more devil's advocate for anything.
2: Yeah. I Listen, he beat two Emmys last time out. So I'm not saying that that seven wasn't on my radar to look at from a speed perspective. And I was hoping that maybe he would fall back just to the stocking position, just to uh, two to Emmys outside. Yeah, mm-hmm. let, let the 11 go and just sit in the stocking position. Again, I think, I think it's going to come down to how the track condition really comes down to. But I mean, every time we're looking oh, yeah. at some of these turf races, like I said, you know, I think there's a misconception to to be able to stock and close or come from off the pace from what we've seen over the fairgrounds due to weather conditions mm-hmm. and rail bias. And now we're, we're we're getting down to zero rail, and, and I think it's going to be a fast, uh, firm turf. So if that's the case, don't don't let two Emmys go to the front mm-hmm. and wire this field because yeah, he, he will. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so, can.
1: I think, uh, real quick before we go on to the next race, mm-hmm. there's a horse out here that I, uh, if I'm going to throw into the exact, I will be throwing into the exact that's the eight captivating moon, even though it has shown absolutely nothing on the form. <laughs> I love everything about Chris Block and Jared Loveberry. When Jay love, here. yeah, they they are you throw them out of your exotics and you get burned every single time. Like these guys just constantly somehow muster that's up enough, you know, f- pace at the end of the race to come down and close. So, it's just that one, that's that one combination that always burns me, but I'm not going to get burned this race. You so.
0: know, what's funny about that is I was thinking that's the, pretty same, funny. the same exact thing about big dreaming <laughs> in the race
1: before. Yeah. With, with Loveberry and <laughs> Catalano.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. I was thinking the same thing. like, all right, well, yeah, that'll be in my trial. We all tri-vers. have that.
3: We all have that jockey or trainer. I've been, yeah. I have, I have been Rosarioed many a time. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I coined that phrase a couple of years ago. <laughs> um, whether it's, whether it's, Oh, if I don't, if I play him, he has some weird thing happen, and in, in he'll finish last. when I don't play him, he'll be on a bomber and, and, and finish like like fifteen to one or something like that, and come in and be like, "What the hell did I miss?" So yeah, yeah, we all have we all have
1: that jockey or trainer that, that drives us bonkers. That's yeah. the Ired effect for you, see Yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, you bet I, him, he comes into last. You don't bet him, he wins by four. Well, likes. The, the problem is, I
2: see, I see I read winning when he's on. On or near the favorite yeah. in a race. I'm like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And then he just comes in third and yeah. cleans up the trifecta, or he comes in fourth, cleans up the super. And then when he's six, seven to one, I'm like, not a shot. That's why he's, he on. and that. then he goes and <laughs> just wires, you know. It's,
1: yeah, everybody's got that one least. Yeah.
2: I love IRAD. I, I, his style has just changed for me in how I was working with him and how I was hitting on him, you know, a year and a half ago in the championship meet at yeah. Gulfstream. And now I just, it's hard for me mm-hmm. to hit with IRAD on top, but I digress. Yeah. Moving forward on the 12th race, mile on the 16th. This is the Rachel Edge Alexandra Stakes presented by Fatig Tipton. It is grade two purse three hundred thousand dollars for Phillies three years old. Hit me, Tom. All
3: right. Well, just on a side note, this filly is one of my favorite horses of all time. I saw her win in person at the Preakness in 09 after she won after she won the Oaks. So it's a oh this is my I really like this race just based on who it's named after. I always, always fun stuff. But with that, I digress. Little, little, you know, a little history is always fun. Um, this was an interesting race and I'm either going to look like an idiot or people are going to be like, that guy really knows how to handicap.
2: Welcome to the um, podcast.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going out of left field here and I, maybe I'm taking C-notes cue with going everything off the rail. But no, I, I do like california angel at ten. it's just it, it almost seems to it's almost the perfect placement for this horse the one thing i don't like about this horse and i'll tell you why i do like it is hasn't really proven herself off of the grass you Agreed. look at uh you, you look at what she did at keeneland and then she, which got her into the, the breeder's cup uh the turf mile where, where she didn't do too hot but I, I just like this horse. I like how I, I like how she comes. She she loves this. She loves this distance. She's only ran at this distance once, and that was at that Keeneland back in October. And she and she won, and she won exactly like a horse is supposed to win at a mile and sixteenth. It was it was it was almost like a, I would dare I say, picturesque where she's she split right. She split horses came up off the pace and and. In one, and that—that's what you're supposed to do in, in races in races like this. Um, and I think we have Deshawn and the Irons again. I believe it's—it's it's a, it's a little bit of a quirky pick. Didn't really care for when I capped it. I was talking to—I was talking to C Note yesterday. The—the the odds were now. I'm like, oh well, it's fun to to cap without without <laughs> odds, yeah. right? which I, I really like to do. But after looking at some of the 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 odds today. I'm like you know I, I'm not I'm not in, too in love with some of the uh, with some of the horses that are the, the favorites so yeah I'm going with I'm going with California Angel and Deshaun.
2: My biggest concern was the uh, just the overall performance on dirt. That's it. I like the move at the uh, the Jessamine Grade Two at Keeneland, but I was close to there was a few I was really close to leaning on. I'm actually going just out just to the outside. I'm going 11. I'm going with Hidden Connection with Raylu Gutierrez for breakel Calhoun. the big thing for me two key races here yeah sprint broke its maiden at fifty thousand, then moved up to the pocahontas grade three won that by nine lengths it was a big race and it was the odds on favor it was a 10 horse field decent buyer figure at 89 for a mile on the 16th at 143 and three a little bit of a break breeders cup juvenile listen if you can come 13 lengths to echo zulu i'm still going to keep you on my radar bingo that's my big key. Yeah, he was 4th by 13 length. 7 of that was Echo Zulu to the 2nd and 3rd place finishers. So, first time out in a grade 1, 6 lengths off of the, I would call the actual winner's distance when you're going up against someone like Echo Zulu, I can discard those 7 lengths from a super horse of that caliper in that Philly. So, I think ReLU still ran a, a solid race watching that race. Held everybody else off, even made up a little distance on the 2nd and 3rd place finishers. So, we're sticking with the mile and the 16th distance. We're dropping down to the grade two. This horse has a nice bullet workout just coming out on February 12th. First out of 28, it's a minute flat for five furlongs. I like the form, I like the condition, I love the jock, I love the trainer, and I think the outside gives them everything else to the inside, that inside speed that's at the rail and just off mid-pack, going to be able to sit there a stalking trip, blow out the field late. I'm going to go with Hidden Connection.
1: That's my top pick too. Um, I think Ray Lewis. That was very convincing.
2: (laughs) Did I? Did you want to change your pick?
1: (laughs) No. It was convincing, though. It was convincing more for his pick. He he just didn't specify. Um, so I think, uh, I like what you both are saying here this. So I was wrong. Um, I thought the 11th was, I got my races mixed up. I thought the 11th was my spread race. Obviously it wasn't my, that was my key race. Mm -hmm. Um, this was the race. I think you have the spread, you know, this is like, It's it's very difficult. I think there's a lot of horses that could win this race. I like to see, um, some horses that are undefeated, um, stepping up in class, but the one that I looked at, I drew a line through the last start. Um, it was Turner Loose. It's a seven with Florentinu, Brad Cox teaming up. Horse out of Nyquist. I like the breeding. Um, this horse is only ridden on turf, though. That's the one thing that's my biggest concern. If I saw that this horse was running uh, running on dirt exclusively, I would be all over this pick, and I think everybody else would too. You know, Brad Cox and Florentinu when they team up. Um, obviously, Brad Cox saw something in this spot. I just really think that this horse has got a really solid shot. Uh, may take to the dirt really well. You know, who knows? So, it, it just kind of depends. But if I'm going to take a shot, like I said, I like Hidden Connection. It's probably my top pick here. I think Ray Lou is having a fantastic meet and um, really jives well with that horse. So that would be my top pick. But if I'm going to get a little crazy, I think the seven is something that I'll throw in, um, in my spread. You know, I think that this yeah. one may, may surprise everybody in this like spot. It. So that's where I'm going to go. But like I said, love uh, Hidden Connection, but get crazy with the 7.
2: I didn't choose the 7 because of the surface, because I think it does have some dirt pedigree uh, going back in the AP Indy side uh, with the dam. I think the distance is more a concern for me. I don't like the extended 16th of a mile. The mile seems to be more of its wheelhouse in the uh, obviously, $500,000 stakes race. The grade two kind of lost a little right. bit going in. Those uh, fractions weren't anything crazy, it was actually pretty decent fractions 43 and 47. And, right. three. and so,
1: Keeneland came in third at the distance. Yes, came in third by a neck. By I wasn't even it was third like, by lengths, correct? I'm saying that I just
2: I'm a little more concerned with the distance on this one, um, because I haven't seen it really go over right. anything over a mile
1: consistently and dominate, sure. And a little, I mean, I guess a little tip Of the cap to Tom's pick, I mean, lost a California Angel in that race, correct? So, yes, I think we're all kind of three in the in the right ballpark here. And I think stats is going to give us one more that uh that fits right in there that
2: we need think, to be worried about. I think we're
1: going to handicap the super in this race. Right thanks, here. thanks for checking in. I'm still <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a great idea.
0: Yeah, I uh I'm not arguing with anybody in here because I've got pretty much this vertical all built the same way. Uh, the 11 on top, the art, the other piece that is impressive to me about this 11, Joe, is. Yeah. Not only is it five furlongs in a minute, it's wildly consistent in all the works,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? It's bullet, 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 all five furlongs. Yes. It, it's it's showing consistency in form. And when I throw that on coming back from suspension, angry Raylu. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. He's hungry. Okay. Yeah.
0: Let's ride Clyde. I agree with you that he's going to sit, I think, second, maybe third. There's one horse that I, I'm going to throw in. I'll probably try to hedge with is the four.
2: Yes. Dream Yes. That's the one I like, too. Um, okay.
0: What I like about this is if, if we're going back, you know, pretty lightly race. It's only been out four times. Um, started as a sprinter. Got way outclassed by Echo Zulu in a grade one, right?
2: It, yeah, the spin away was. They're, they're,
0: they they took this horse from a maiden and threw him right into the wolves against Echo Zulu. Yeah. And they said, eh, let's run up."
1: Let's see what you're made of
0: let's now let's go to a great <laughs> let's go to a grade one route and let's see how we do <laughs> right and you know what juju's map there's no slouch right i think he just flat out outclassed in those two races second two then we come Echo back Zulu. then we right <laughs> then we come back to the golden rod and we're not sprinting anymore we're, we're back to the route we're sitting off pace we're sitting three five lengths out and we close down the field and
2: one absolutely so I, I love this pick. as
0: a stalking trip behind the seven one eleven sitting behind in that kind of striking zone around that second turn. Um, I can see the four or the 11
2: getting to the front. Here. I love that four. I mean, Robert Diodoro, uh, four, 46 to 90 days away, 24% win percentage. This horse, I mean, really, if you look at it, you broke it down. Absolutely perfectly outclassing in a race. You can, I can scratch that one completely out. I think comes back in another grade one. You go back route, uh, come back to the grade two. I, I like actually Ramon Vasquez on this horse. I think it's going to work out well. I What's the price? What's the odds on that one? He's at six to one. right That's now. a good price. You're probably, it's probably going to go up a little bit. Probably going to go up a little bit.
0: We'll see. But the super, what do, we, what do we got? Super box? Super box. Yeah. I like, I like four, 11, 10,
2: seven. Better throw that one in there, please. Don't leave Joel out. Yeah, Joe yeah that's true. Don't All leave right. Joel out with Lecree.
1: All right. I, I know the horse. We're get moving like it up. seven horses deep here. No, no, I, th- I think that's the cap.
2: <laughs> that's the cap. This horse is two times out favorite both times. A maiden, hundred twenty thousand breaks. Wins it easy by two lengths in a field of eight, and then comes back and wins one hundred fifty thousand dollars stakes race by a length. And again, pretty impressive. Decent uh, fractions of buyer rating, and he already has a trip over fairground. So don't leave Rosario well, out. The
0: other, if we're going down that road, the sure. other one, the other one I, I struggle with was the two yeah, North, the North County with Adam in the irons right i mean if we go to the back to the route we go to a mile and 16 he won by two lengths in the slop
1: killed it <laughs> yeah
0: so yeah I, I agree with you justy that it's uh all
1: button for this, fourth i could see about uh, things, uh,
0: things going a lot of different directions. yeah
1: this is going to be your you know pick five and this is where i'm going to put like six horses in here yeah i just i, I just see it that close you and know
0: then you get the five that, that
2: yeah just one by, by 12 lengths <laughs> yeah. can i just check some real quick how yeah. many how many amounts does mike smith have in this race or in this in this card I think one. Is this the only race he has a.
0: Yeah, that's why. Yeah. I think so.
2: He's out for one mount. And Mike only. Mike doesn't
0: waste his time. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Mike's coming out there. I mean, I don't know. It could be a social uh, time for him, too, to be able to uh, see a lot of the connections out there that he doesn't get from the West Coast. But I mean, you got Mike Smith coming in for a race.
1: I mean, he broke the maiden for the horse. Yeah. So I think, you know, they didn't maybe just don't want to change too much stuff up.
2: Yeah. You know? He's ran the last two times pretty pretty solid. I yeah. went in the Maiden for 70000 and then the Santia Nez out in Santa Anita and they say, hey, we're shipping the horse. You want to come on and ride it? I don't yeah. know. Fix
1: and choose what he
3: rides these days. So Absolutely. That's, that's
0: interesting angle. So I had, I had him circled, too. and So I may have him underneath and some stuff. But uh, maybe it's, it's, I'll give Mike a distance. call see what he thinks.
2: Yeah. <laughs> text <him. laughs> I'll text him right now. Probably just ignore you. <laughs> I bet you would respond in two seconds. <laughs> yeah, I really like the horse. <laughs> the distance scared me. Yeah, distance is scary. All right, we can move on. So, so basically just go all in that race. Yeah. Well, that's that's what you, we're saying.
1: All and you get to for sure win. Yes. <laughs> I do like the I do like the, the
3: idea of that super factor though, guys. I think it's could very well uh make some money because mm. that's some that's some uh those are some prices. Yeah, possibly. we're gonna get some
0: get solid Should, we, should we go
2: if, fifty dollars a piece? If this card two hundred dollars if <laughs> super? this
0: card was at Gulfstream, we wouldn't be doing super. We're doing oh, high five. High five. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. High
2: five. <laughs> day. Yeah. Astronomical oh, yeah. price coming up. Yeah. Yes, Let's move on, <laughs> on to the 13th, the finale. It's the mile and an eighth. It's the Risen Star. It is a grade two. Purse of $400,000 for three years olds. All right, Tom, final pick of the evening. Where are you at?
3: Final pick of the evening, and I'll tell you a horse that I... I'm not gonna play but um, <laughs> I'll tell you about that horse first you asked Joe asked me to do one one horse per race and a little bit of another horse if you like it so but the I think Asmussen might have his derby horse with this five, um, at the spive um epicenter I think that uh, where we are going it's another nice long race here if epicenter can get out front which I believe can happen I don't see I don't see anything that that could hang with him for too too much longer maybe the 10 um but the the horse that that i am going to do my 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 one horse is smile happy yep. the yeah the eight every everything this horse does um i am in love with mm-hmm. and and we talked about breeding run happy pleasant tap it, it everything this horse does is just is just right it has it hasn't raced in a little while but i think I'd be ideally playing for this particular, for this particular race. I mean, we're looking at almost 90 day, a 90 day layover, layoff, but I, I'm not too, I'm not too concerned. I think it's just primed. The works have been spot on and um, yeah, I, I would have liked what I'd liked to see him not at Gulfstream and maybe at fairgrounds doing the workouts. Yes. But I, I, I really, I, I've been on this horse since, he uh-huh. he won his first race back in back at Keeneland. I'm like this. There's something special about this horse, and
1: yeah. I'm riding that train. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a great pick. I mean, Solid. I'm all over Run Happy. I, we got to get Match Smack and, and go hang out with him for the race because <laughs> all the Run Happies. I, there's something about the Run Happy horses that uh, you know they just they really do come into form really well. You know, and yeah. this horse yeah, is, that this time has time year. Yeah, exactly. And this horse hasn't missed yet. You yeah. know, and it's it's doing it. Impressively too. It's not just winning; it's winning by three lengths, five lengths. You know, it's like what's what's not to like? About yeah, beat Classic it, you know? Causeway.
3: Yeah, I mean everybody's everybody is all oh Classic yeah. Causeway, this Classic Causeway, that no yeah. no. Yeah, beat um, White Abario. Smile, smile, happy. Beat Classic Causeway, is bitch. Yeah. That's right. That's exactly.
2: that's the key for exactly. me. Beat Classic Causeway. Beat White of Barrio. The eighty four days away yeah. doesn't scare me because the works are just sensational. February fifth, uh, five furlongs, fifty nine and two, and I like the January fifteenth, yeah. four furlongs and yeah. forty six and two. This horse is fine. This horse is in prime condition. The only thing, and this is this is now I'm getting really like statistical. Smile Happy would probably be another single at the at the bookend for me uh, if we were doing this horizontal. The only thing that scared me on is that if we're looking at statistics, you have to run at fairgrounds to, to win in the Risen Star. You have to have won or ran on a race at the track. Statistically, high percentage is a trip over the fairgrounds. So this horse doesn't right. have one yet. That's not to say it can't win. I'm not saying that. But if I'm looking for something added, I'm going to go back to what you said, Tom. I'm going to go back to Epicenter because this is a horse that has two trips over. I really like the comp. I thought that was a great race. Uh, it was very game in that race. Winner of the Gun Runner, And he's going to be on the lead at the half easily. He may not break out and get the lead right off the gates, but he's going to get the, the lead at the half. And you're going to have to catch him. My only concern, my only concern with Epicenter is that there's speed directly to his outside that may push the fractions early, which really, really, really sets up for Smile Happy. So I love the 8. I think it's a great pick, Tom. Uh, but I am trying to look outside of that box and go with Epicenter, strictly for the, the two trips over the fairgrounds. And I like the February 7th work of five furlongs in a minute and two. thought that was a nice, breezing, comfortable workout for Asmussen prior to coming into a big race. So I'm going to go with this 8.5 back-and-forth key with lots of underneath for the try. But uh, that's that's where I'm sticking with Epicenter and Joel Rosario. Oh, cool. We're taking the same. Yeah, absolutely. Like yeah.
1: Yeah, I like the eight a lot. Um, for everything you said, as obviously, I just co-signed it before here. But I think Epicenter is an interesting play as well. I think that that's a good spot for the Asmussen-Joel connection here. So I think you guys are right on par. The one horse that I keep, and I've, I've, I've probably said this every single podcast I've seen this horse <laughs> right through Handicap, is Papa Cap. Yeah. Um I called this horse all the way back in the Breeders' Cup. I said that this horse was gonna have a great race. Uh-huh. Joe Bravo came up, did wh- exactly what I thought he was gonna do. I could have singled him in the second spot. You know, I just I think that this horse is a very solid horse, just hasn't had the luck of crossing the finish line first, just hasn't had that perfect trip yet.
2: So it happens when you're running against Corniche toys.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so and <laughs> this horse is it's running in some very solid company every single time. Like I, like you said, Corniche is Obviously, no slouch, a very difficult horse to beat, and comes in second every time. So the only thing that scares me is that Tyler's aboard. um nothing against Tyler, but Joe Bravo obviously knows how to ride this horse has been experienced on the horse um and Tyler hasn't. so I'm hoping that you know that doesn't hinder anything. but if I'm going outside the eight, that's where I'm gonna go. I think the five is interesting, and the only thing I didn't like about that ten is the fact that the last time it won in the uh futurity was against six horses, five horses. Yeah. So it just, it wasn't decisive enough That's for a good me. good point. You know, yeah. so such a small field, you go into this class, I think uh, even though it's a grade two, it, it just didn't do it for me. So I'm just, li- I'm going to wind up here betting the eight, but underneath I'll definitely have the five and I'll definitely have the one.
2: You're not worried about the extra sixteenth of a mile for Papa Cat? Don't care. Don't no, care? Don't care. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Faltered, slows back, lost, yeah. loses distance over the sixteenth of a mile from a mile, and then you're going another sixteenth.
1: Well, like it's it's not a uh, it's not a upfront horse, right? This horse is stalking all day, so I think that this is just maybe even going to increase its chances if it gets in gear. I uh, might be able to close a little bit more with the added distance. You do
2: get the saving ground trip at the rail. Yep, exactly. Okay. Well, I've
0: got, I've got one five eight with the ten underneath. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, I'll I'll just pile on here. I'll, I'll co-sign all three. It, yeah, this this is where my I don't see anybody but these three horses winning this race. I just don't
2: winning. Correct.
0: I, yeah. I don't see any any of the other than these three horses winning this race. Um, one thing about Papa Cap that I thought he looked flat in the uh,
2: the last uh, trip out to look well, up.
0: Yeah, I thought he looked flat. He looked a little bit flat. I think it was a little bit of a hangover by the beating that so. Corniche gave him at yeah. Breeders' Cup, and yeah. it came out flat. And you know what? <laughs> Absolutely bullet w- workouts <laughs> since angry angry riding. So uh, I gotta ha- I gotta have one in there. I, I yeah. can't single here. I'd love to single here, but uh, I'm I'm probably gonna be one five eight.
1: The more I think about this ticket, it's gonna be so expensive. It's gonna be a <laughs> one. it's gonna be a pricey <laughs> this one. This pick five is gonna uh, all my winnings. All my winnings.
2: Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, I will say in the verticals in this race, we've covered the ones that I believe can win, and they're probably gonna obviously I see them falling accordingly. Into the exotics, uh, I'm going to throw just some prices out there that I think are a possibility if you're doing the super. Pay attention to Tawny Port, just because Florancheru and Brad Cox. This horse is no joke either. It's moving up in class. Yeah. And it's got two times over the all-weather. I have no idea how it's going to do on the dirt, but I expect it to do the pedigree that it should do well. So Tawny Port at a price, I don't know what you're going to get. And I would say my other one for an outside is uh, Bodak with Marcelino uh, Pedrosa, the nine also same situation right moving up extending out in distance i have no idea what it's going to do uh in a route race versus a sprint but it's been over the the fairgrounds uh at least one time and uh convincingly winning so just watch those for your super exotics
3: and i'll I'll add more confusion please Uh, do (laughs) another another horse that that i i kind of i had a question mark and in one of those might be a see how much money I have in my T V G account before before I play, <laughs> but is the sixth Pioneer of Medina. I think that uh, he will try to run with Epicenter and if that happens, I think Epicenter is going to guess him out. But I, I think that if if Pioneer can get can get out to a dis- decent pace, as we all know, Pace makes the race, uh, and I think Louis Louie knows how Louie knows how to ride. I think Pioneer could could factor in possibly uh as as uh, if you're if you're doing exactus or trifectas.
2: Yeah. I, I agree. That's that's the outside speed from Epicenter that I'm really concerned about is Pioneer Medina. It's Louis Sayas likes to be four the place and go to the lead. I just don't see anything from the horse currently that's gonna force him to do anything like twenty three and two. I see that uh, you know, the twenty four and ones that he ran last time out at the fairgrounds and forty
3: eight. Yeah, Epicenter can go twenty three and
2: two and forty seven.
3: Yeah, yeah, it hasn't been running with the best kind of like some of these other horses. Right, but, but, but like I said, it's it's a more of a more of an underneath horse possibly.
2: Yeah, for, it, no, like absolutely. Supers or something. I couldn't agree more. All supers, box them out. Yeah. When in doubt, box them out. Give me I, all. I see some big plays. There's some big plays on this card. That'd Is anyone really else surprised
0: by the seven with a morning line of ninety two?
1: Jose
2: Chad, Chad, Brown. Chad Brown. Jose.
1: I mean,
0: it's it's coming off a grade two, lost by a nose. I get that. Yeah.
2: That's a nice race in the Remsen.
1: I would say that, uh-huh. uh barring that one race where we saw 92, nothing really surprised me with the the odds being what they are. Mm-hmm. I think there are too many horses in this race that should be lower than that.
2: Interesting.
3: Yeah, that's 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 a good point. Yeah, I mean, gosh, yeah. I mean, the seven is 92. Smile Happy, of course, is 72. Slow Down Andy, 92. So yeah, that's it's an odd number of horses
2: mm-hmm.
3: for. Uh, Looking at
2: that, this poor bastard had to set the morning line. <laughs> <laughs> get up. Do you think it
3: it's, is- a, it's? But I, I, I wasn't kidding, Joe. I really, I love capping early because the lines sometimes actually mess with my head. I don't know if it does with you guys, but it, 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 you know, like it might. I, I might question myself. Well, shit, maybe mm. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I, yeah,
2: yeah, but, I agree.
0: I couldn't agree with you more. Time usually, I'm like, it slows me down. If if
2: if I see it, I'm like, what
1: the hell is this? Because really? I got to look at it. What do you see at this nine to two? Like, what yeah. are you looking at? You I have eat? to go you're
2: back like, and see where I am know. I seeing nine to two or five to two on these.
1: It's like the truest form of handicapping without the odds. You know, it's just strictly basically what you're seeing on paper. So yep. it's like, and it's almost better for your. Sanity, I would say, because you're not second guessing yourself. Yeah, stop taking somebody else's of public exactly opinion. Right. You know, yeah. yeah. So that's kind many, how many, how of oh, yeah. that
0: how many times in the morning line, guys? Like, I'm going to screw with everybody on this. T- <laughs> seven to five,
1: <laughs> seven to five on this one. Uh, let's get a price for this one. <laughs> oh, we want that carryover for Sunday. All right, let's mess with the line.
2: I've seen some big variances though, from morning line to just starting of the race. Like, yeah, yeah. I think we've Cute. called, we've called some live long shots. Yeah. In, on this podcast at 12, 15 to 1, Great. that as soon as the race goes off, it's goes already off 6 to 1 long. or 4 to 1. I'm like, how is that possible already?
3: People are uh, listening.
2: Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> That's all those uh, fans we have out there. That's pretty
3: people, awesome. People are listening. Yeah. Well, hopefully we can... I mean, the last few derby prep days has has been nothing but chalk. So I'm, I'm hoping... and. We might be able to catch a few
1: places here. I, I think we're good, good about the ticket. I mean, yeah. I say that every time that we handicap. I'm like, man, I feel so good. And then, we've been pretty consistent. We've been though. pretty solid. I
3: feel yeah.
0: good that we're about the ticket just because we're not at Gulfstream.
1: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true.
0: <laughs>
2: chalk all.
0: How do we do? It? Well, I hit the all, I hit the all
2: button at the open, and it went yeah.
0: it went six to five, and then <laughs> yeah. and then yeah, you know.
2: chalks are really really yeah. hurt me at Gulfstream. I got to be honest with you, Boy, especially when you hey. don't
1: play chalk. You know? Yeah, when
2: you're trying to beat Chalk. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, when you're putting 25 that. to 1s yeah, on top.
3: But sometimes you have to play it. And, sometimes and, you do. But I, it, I, It's it's frustrating. I, I tried to do with the show uh, Off the Rail the other day, we did the, the Parks Big Philly Pick 5, mm-hmm. and I missed on one, and I'm like, this is... This is, it was a morning and I wasn't doing like oddball, crazy like, odds or anything. I'm like, Oh, I'm just going to fade this horse. It was literally my last fade. It was the favorite. Of course it won. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> big five feet, couple thousand dollars. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm like, it was literally, and I'd said it on the show. I'm like, I do like this. One of the other guys had the nine. I'm like, yeah, that was my last horse. Is probably going to last horse. I cut It's probably going to win. And ha ha ha! Of course, it won. And then, you know what? That's what you get for that's what you get for paid the favor.
1: Yep, that's what happens. Yeah, I, I do that all the time. So I feel every ounce of pain in that because it it's the worst. It's the absolute worst. It's yeah, tough.
3: It's, it's it's funny. It, it makes me you know it makes me happy. It is a is a is a handy, Oh, you know what? I almost put this puzzle together, and if if I wanted to be show out an extra 15 bucks or whatever it was, like I, I would have won. So it's, it's, it's every, and this is, that's what's so great about the sport you learn every, you learn every
1: day. Yeah. Oh yeah. And what's crazy about you're that is you're probably thinking about that one, the whole entire time, the favorite, the whole time. You're like, Oh, is this horse going to beat me? Is this horse going to be insurance. No. Yeah. I do that. Yeah.
3: And I originally had it. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just trim <laughs> it down a little bit more, but yeah. So that, yeah, I shouldn't even brought it up now. I'm, I'm going to, Kick my dog! Um, <laughs> <laughs> kidding. getting, getting.
2: <kidding>. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we don't want any animal rights activists coming. No in dogs. No 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 no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Tear the
0: crabs. building in no, this I said crap.
2: that. Here, <laughs> Uh, Tom, listen, I really want to thank you for your time this evening and coming on the podcast. And, uh, I know, I know you have off the rails. I know that the triple clowns have a multitude of YouTube, live YouTubes that are out there. Uh, run us through the, uh, the programs that you guys have available.
3: Yeah. Yeah. No, thank you. And and again, guys, thank you for, for having me on. We'll, we'll have to, uh, maybe one of these days we'll get the the triple headed monster on, on off the rail. But Yeah. That's, that's, uh, on every Tuesday night at eight o'clock Eastern time where we go. Or So it's called off the rail because we always go to a track that nobody, nobody really caps. Like we'll, we'll do some random, random Wednesday cards, uh, like at a random Wednesday fairgrounds or parks or.
0: Sounds like we did. Nobody else is Remington. doing it. I, I kind of I <laughs> dig it.
3: Everybody's doing Saratoga. You know, everybody will do Delmar and Saratoga, Oak Lawn, et cetera, et cetera. We do, we do the tracks. Nobody dares to go. But yeah, we we do that. We We do a lot of fun stuff. At the, with the Triple Clowns, we're uh, in the middle of putting together another jockey. Uh, we're actually going to be doing a jockey square where we have some take on the old Hollywood game show, uh, Hollywood Squares, where we have some folks in, ask some goofy questions and have fun. <laughs> so we're doing that. We have a couple of fun things coming up next month. We're doing another time machine last time machine that we did the triple clowns time machine that we did we had we focused in on easy goer and sunday silence and that great matchup Mm. so we're that that another one in the shoe for that so yeah a lot of a lot of fun stuff we do some international racing and uh yeah it's it's uh this is a great sport and it's it's great to meet guys like you and uh everybody says social media is is terrible i think it's great because horse racing world is so small that you can actually meet and and be friends with people from across the country and across the world, just for your love of horse racing. And it's, it's, it's a pretty cool thing.
2: Absolutely. That's what we love about it. Just the whole sport in general, but it's just fantastic to be a part of it. And we'd love to have you on today. Thank you so much for, for coming on and spending some time with us. And I really like the picks. So I think we're going to be set for the weekend.
0: I'm gonna box all yeah. all of the horses we talked about.
3: <laughs> every race, for, for ten bucks. Ten bucks. We're gonna blow the whole one. Let's go. Well, right. it's it's this is it's interesting because we, except for the last race, we we were pretty much all all over. So that's that's rarely happens. I, I I really like that.
2: Yeah, there's nothing better when you handicap a race and you got your three or four and they all get picked throughout the podcast. It's like it, it's. I disagree the, when you and I of, link up and never Yeah, kind of co-signs. Well. Unless the kid has the winner. Then, it, then <laughs> it's something screwed up when the kid's picking picks over here.
0: Well, whenever, whenever we go four-headed and, I, and I'm cleaning up, and all, all three of mine are yeah. on top, yeah. I'm like, all right, we're good. Right, we're, I feel a, a lot, lot better about my work this yeah. morning. <laughs> Makes oh, you feel I'm good. Hard. Yeah. Or I get nervous <laughs> and start reaching.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll take this 32 to one shot. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: oh, well, again, thanks for coming on time. Uh, have yourself a good rest of the evening.
1: Yeah, guys, thanks again and let's
3: cash let's cash some tickets if, if not uh if not us who, right? Yeah, that's right. Who's better
0: than us? Who's better than us?
3: <laughs> not a, exactly. Exactly. No, guys, again, thank you. It's been fun and uh we'll we'll do it we'll do it again
1: uh on the on the YouTube or sometime. Sounds good. Thanks Sounds good,
0: time. Tom. Thanks for coming on, man. Well that was
2: fun. That
1: was a good time. That was a great time. I'm
0: gonna awesome. have an expensive really ticket
1: this weekend. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I just like that we were all kind of, I mean, according to my form, we all kind of right there.
1: I'm hoping that my one single in this race or this card is going to be enough to save my ticket from Mine my, too. $300 for the.
2: Do we, we the dare win. add my single and your single on the same ticket? I would never
1: add your single. <laughs> <laughs> Such an asshole. Such an ass. <sighs>
2: yeah. I love Obesos. I think that's.
1: I do too. I just, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah. If I'm going to throw a dart, I'll, get, I'll take six to one on a single and get a price and fade out in the rest. Yeah. Spread as far as I can. That I got the money horse. If I really get that man. confident, dude. <laughs> you know, I did. Can we get on to the rest of this program? I really got to get away from the kid. Maybe Tom will come on. And just be our third you leg guys, Let's get rid uh, of this prick.
0: You guys uh, been going at it for a long, long time. Yeah,
1: twenty seven years. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's. I wish I could get those odds on a horse. <sighs> it's
0: a long time. Time for something else. Long. You know, it has nothing to do with me. <laughs>
1: that Both is pitches. true. Hopefully.
0: <laughs> Both inches. God, God's blessed me in many ways and that's just emotional not well. damage, <laughs> Emotional damage.
2: Emotional uh. damage. It's time for Live Long Shots of the Week. My Live Long Shots coming out of race nine. I'm going to go at the 10 with Santo Sanjur for James Baker. That's drapes. I don't know if the carpet matches the drapes, but I will tell you this. This horse is finally going back to a mile and a 16th. He's getting off these last two sprint races that he had. One trip over Fairgrounds, fairgrounds, but that was five and a half, so I'm going to scratch that one out. Uh, I'm also going to go on a lower stat here. Second off the start for James Baker, uh, 50%. Only two times, though. But listen, this horse is finally getting back to the distance that I like. It's still on the turf, and I think it has a great shot up from the outside post position to make a big move and win. So, at a price. So, let's go drapes. I can
0: feel it all the way down to my drapes. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Let the boy watch. (laughs) Uh, My uh, long shot this week is coming out of the 10th race. That's the one-horse sprawl. Uh, that's what I'll be doing on Saturday I'll be sprawled out, getting blacked out Drooling over the price we're probably going to see on this horse Still a piece of garbage <laughs> <laughs> Peel myself off the couch to go take a piss uh, Tom Drury is hitting the board at 30% off the layoff You get Tyler Leone aboard Which is obviously a step up in jockey The class is a non-issue Winning against similar company back in August This horse has a real good shot At this price, at this spot So I'm going to take sprawl in the 10th
0: <laughs> I'm going to take a live long shot That's not so live just kidding it's that long <laughs> no. we just talked about it we stroke each shouldn't be yeah we stroked each other's dicks all over this horse it's a three <laughs> it's the team we all know it in the 11th race it's godolphin it's tyler gavleone on turf what the hell else do you want except for thanking the morning line guy for making it 12 to one may may nobody listen to the podcast until sunday
1: yeah, yeah. please that'd be great that'd please. be great
0: get this fucker up to 20 to one i don't
1: care this horse goes off to 21. We're fucking going out to uh, fairgrounds to watch the race. This, this horse fucks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this
1: horse fucks. <laughs> it's the best. Dude, class,
2: it's uh, Godolphin. It's, it's, it's Brendan Walsh. It's Tyler Gatleone. It's, it's, it's
0: good works. And we have a friend of the program that personally rode this horse that absolutely loves this
2: horse. Adam screamed oh. how great this horse was. The we, one that he called out of all the Mounties.
1: We have done a lot of live long shots. That is probably the one live long shot that we've done that absolutely 1,000% should be the favorite of this. It. I just don't get it. Like this That's is, the best live long shot you could ever have. So I'm, I'm pre-
2: I was prepping,
0: right? And I'm thinking like, man, do we just not talk about this <laughs> right? At all? And just, just yeah. kind of so skew reasons. the numbers. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, one, one of those
2: ones like, maybe we shouldn't talk about it because I really want a price.
1: That three sucks. Never mind, that <laughs> yeah. three's trash. It's a live long shot don't, for a
2: reason. Don't bet it. It's <laughs> awful. What,
1: what do you think it's truly going to go off at? Uh, I'm going to say it's going to go off at three to one. I said four to one. I'm going to say, yeah, I think three to one, four to one is probably right around that. I mean, if you just look at that race, I mean, let's not talk too much, but if we look at that race, it's like that Hollywood Derby. It was impressive. I I can't say it enough. It was a beautiful, beautiful race.
2: 14th of 14 horses, 14 pulse position. Coming in second by a
1: neck is, I mean, that's almost just like winning.
2: Whatever. You know what? Fuck do we know? Not
1: much. I don't know shit. All I know is that uh, I don't, cash I don't know shit. Theater. I don't know shit about
0: fuck. Was that <laughs>
3: that girl from Ozark? Yeah. I, don't I
1: don't know shit, shit about it. fuck, or is it fuck about shit?
0: Yeah, I can't remember. Like but it's
2: funny. <laughs> Sorry for
0: the f bombs to all the listeners. Hope you weren't playing this in your car with your small
2: children. <laughs> it was all PG <laughs> thirteen gonna, uh, anyway. gonna, gonna hear it anyway They're
0: gonna
1: hear it anyway. Fun
0: fact: My daughter's first swear word was douchebag because that's what I call people in traffic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you for joining us thanks for turning in thank you for the subscribes thank you for the reviews thank you for the milestones we keep hitting and downloads we appreciate you don't forget to check us out on twitter that's where we will post our picks our consensus pick for with our buddy tom tom thanks for joining us from tom and tom racing part of the triple clowns series appreciate you coming out and joining us can't wait to see how you do that was awesome i'm leaving i gotta go to illinois and then uh, i won't see you guys next week i'm gonna be in uh, hiatus north dakota
2: North of the Dakotas, it should be beautiful this time, it'll of be year. lovely.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, my flight out's Thursday night, so well,
2: all right, we'll see you, dudes. Palm trees and big umbrella drinks, huh? Don't forget, though, <laughs> the last time I was out there, my flight got canceled. So, Stay see you Sunday. <laughs> cross, <laughs> uh, hopefully, it's better. All right, guys, appreciate it, man. Good podcast,
0: emotional <laughs> damage.
2: <laughs> see ya.